Mm, salutations, weebs. It's me. We're back. Post show 36. Um, today we start the show off with Spider-Man No Way Home, a spoiler-free review. I haven't even seen it, but Grant has. We don't even read the synopsis. That's how like light and safe this review is, so just relax. Um, but we do start the show off with that before we talk very briefly about Hawkeye. And then the second season, or at least the premiere of the second season of Witcher, which dropped recently. Um, then we talk about Mob Psycho. I'm almost done. Season one. This show slaps. Um, Grant and I are officially caught up on 86. We're both on episode 15, so we talk about everything leading up to that and episode 15 itself. Um, I briefly mention Arcane, and Grant briefly mentions Naruto Shippuden. There's also an obscene amount of news that we get to sort of throughout this episode, like Attack on Titan news, anime announcement news, like Dr. Stone, and My Hero Academia, and... I don't know, the new Jujutsu Kaisen movie trailer, um, Halo Infinite news. There's just tons of industry news, anime news, movie news littered throughout the show for your enjoyment. Um, enough of that. Get to enjoying. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side. Oh, hey there, Grant. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Pretty good there, fella. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm realizing we're recording late. Mm. Um, like later in the week than we normally do. So this is, and I mean, I guess it wouldn't change either way, but this is basically our Christmas episode. Pretty much. Um, like it, this would be the, this would be the last thing we put out before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas. future us when we listen to this. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe we should just start with what you just saw and, you know, we can, we, we'll keep it very mild, but you just came back from Spider-Man. I am fresh off. I'm still, I can still smell the theater on me. Um, what is which... Spider-Man No Way Home? No Way Home, I believe. We won't even touch spoilers. I have not seen this movie. <laughs> no, so, I, would not, I would never. So we won't do that to you, and Grant wouldn't do that to me. Um, so maybe, why don't we start with just like your spoiler-free, just literally like, after viewing thoughts this doesn't have to be a comprehensive review but how do you feel um really good Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed myself you know it's (laughs) it's not fair and i I really don't want to immediately jump in to start picking on to the disney plus shows Mm -hmm. but like this is what marvel's good at you know this is tried and true they i think they understand their formula in a blockbuster setting Mm -hmm. um and you know, and there's some of the shows we like, and, and you know, we, we had that Hawkeye conversation, and, mm-hmm. and listening back to it, I was like, wow, we were way too hard on that. But anyways, besides, besides the point, the one thing I can say coming out of this is, I think I am I am done watching movie trailers, specifically Marvel movies going on. Oh, forward. really? I am, I am so fed up. And, you know, I, I feel like a month or two ago, maybe even longer than that, we had a conversation just about the whole, like, the marketing machine and how we could feel it. You know, mm-hmm. the, the stink of it. And it was just like, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know what the whole purpose of the trailers were kind of leading into this. Like, they were, it was teasing and this and that. I don't think the final product was even remotely what they teased. Yeah, interesting. And it was just like, it was almost like they were looking for the reaction out of people. And it was just trying to generate conversation. Like, this is a really good movie. And the trailer kind of alludes to some of the stuff that's there. Or the trailers allude to some of the stuff is there, but I think they're just trying to get like you know it's I, I've heard you say it before you know it's a popular saying but like it's like um, there's no such thing as bad press you know mm-hmm. it's, it's it, and the, I think just the trailers mm-hmm. just trying to draw that generates in, so. conversation right. generates conversation whether it's good or bad and they don't really care it's it, it equates to like the opening weekend did you see the numbers on this thing Grant it's this insane this movie insane. did two hundred thirty six million dollars which is the highest second highest opening ever apparently yeah. and it's and we're in the middle well i don't know if it's the middle but the pandemic is like rearing its ugly head again and you Dave, know the theater was packed i was so anxious this is the thing <laughs> on a thursday night yeah regardless of about how you feel about uh the pandemic i think like you know just it's you know december 23rd 2021 at this moment like states and different countries around the world are kind of in the process of hunkering back down yeah and you would not know it. Like, this is uh, not only the first movie to really 
punch uh, the box office in the teeth with only a cinematic release. But even outside of the pandemic, it has done that because that that's how big this movie is. Like you could, you know, in a few years when you forget about all this, you'll look at Spider-Man No Way Home and you won't know that it took place in a pandemic. Like that's how mm-hmm. strong the numbers are. Yep. That's fucking crazy and impressive and a whole lot of things, but that's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack. Um, but, uh, yeah. You know, just on your note real quick about, about trailers, I will say like, you know, I remember um, the, you know, like the hangover of Avengers Infinity War and mm-hmm. Endgame. Um, you know, they were both so, uh, had such a high impact at that time. And then, you know, I remember th- that was probably like the peak of my MCU sort of fandom. And I was, sure. you know, listening to tons of interviews and whatnot. I remember um, listening to an interview with Anthony and Joe Russo, the directors of those movies. And they were like, yeah, we really don't think that trailers need to be exist inside a movie. We're not above, like, you know, like we, they admitted we're happy to shoot footage only for use in a trailer that will mm. not make the final cut. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah. And like Marvel's really encouraging of that. I was like, yeah, you think like <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I think know. we just kind of forgot, you know, like we've had so much distance since the last significant piece of this, you know, you know, massive artwork that they're, you know, they put together over these years, you know, yeah. You know, some would argue, you know, calling it that expression, but like, mm. you know, it's, this is the first like next big step and i think we kind of fell into the trap a little bit with mm-hmm. the trailer going in at least at least i did you know we weren't down on it. like we knew this was going to be a good movie but it was just it was kind of yeah. it was kind of grating that first trailer and then the second one too like yeah it was, yeah they didn't really hit me in the right way but, but it's but you see the movie and you're like fuck like you know if i had just not seen that trailer not felt bad about it i would have just enjoyed the movie that much more cuz it it was really good like it, it's it's, it's yeah. funny that it's funny that the trailer is the miss and yeah. what hits is is the rave reviews. Like it doesn't always work that way. That's not mm. to say like Marvel has had this specific trailer problem before. I just think they've had trailer problems before, but mm. it's not always this one. Sure. Um, but it's funny that like that initial like misdirection or whatever strategy that they were taking didn't really work. Like it generated a ton of buzz, but it's funny to me that it feels like the thing that's getting people to the theater is the rave reviews. And maybe mm-hmm. that's my little bubble that I live in. I don't, I don't know. Yep. Um, so, so what do you think? Worth the hype? Worth all of the like, oh, this is the best MCU movie since, you know, Endgame? To be fair, not a very tall order there. Sure. Yeah. No, I would say yes to that for sure. Um, Without, it's great. Like, yeah. You know, it's... It's you know like again I'm not I'm, I'm not even gonna not gonna spoil it. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil but like it's what we wanted you yeah. know and that was, I think that was the worry going into it with those again we're, we're looping back to the trailer thing but like we were all kind of nervous and I don't think anyone needs to be nervous I think yeah. they, I think they absolutely like you know they struck the ball like they point yeah. on yeah. let me ask you two questions that I don't think have any remote chance of spoilers um, mm. how was Tom Holland's performance specifically Tom Holland was good. You know, it was funny because the, um, the opening, the tra- one of the opening trailers, one of the two trailers that opened the movie was Uncharted, and yeah, I, I could I could not like <laughs> less buy into a movie than him in that role. It, you know, and I'm not even fanboy like you know I'm not even being a fanboy over the Uncharted series because I, I really did enjoy those games. The timing is absolutely weird because not only are they putting it in cinemas right now, like they're mm-hmm. blasting it out worldwide. It's like I, I'm assuming they're trying to just hop on the Tom Holland like Express, like keep. And I the, think it needs the, it. <laughs> keep it going, so maybe yeah. that'll work for them. But it's also like, don't you think audiences might have a hard time not thinking of him as Spider Man? Because he yeah, looks the same, like the kid. He looks like a kid. You know what I mean? Like he, it's, it's really tough for whatever for me to buy him as a grown up, in a grown up role. Sure. Because he looks really young. Like he but was in that what? Devil All the Time movie playing oh, a cop. I never saw that. And I was like, wait, what? Like it's, because he's just so young looking. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? Well, you know, it's funny that you say that. You know, the him looking so young. Because I've always kind of that's always been my thing with him. It's like he's a knockout for Spider Man. Yes, but, but anything else kind of seems, you know, like strange. But there's there's like one or two moments towards the end of the movie, um, where like you get like a good look, you know, look of his face, and you're like, oh, this dude's gonna age up in a few years, and like I think some more roles are gonna make more sense mm. going forward because he is quite. I'm not even sure how old he is, but like he looks. 
eventually at some point you start to age yeah. what you regardless of like how charismatic you look like it's yeah. just like a fact of life and i think i think he's just gonna have an easier time like he's fine like he's a multi-millionaire like really successful actor you know but it's i don't know it's just like i, I there's like that one shot of his face i'm like oh he'll be all right he'll get some better roles one day you know like yeah it'll make, it'll make more sense visually he might he maybe needs like that puberty too you get it like 28 or like 32 somewhere sure. in there you yeah. fill out a little bit and maybe eventually i'll be able to grow some facial hair i'm still waiting on that but um yeah okay just, yeah no, um it's good it's, it's definitely a, a must-see like it, you know yeah it's the, if, it's the next big one you know it is it is and, and i will see it you know it's just holidays um gotta figure out the time if this is his last performance as spider-man do you think um he leaves a behind a, a great legacy as one of the best um, i think so yeah yeah I great so. great cap off to the trilogy the mm-hmm. the home trilogy mm-hmm. cool I, agree. I i think he i think in, he brought something to every single every single time he was in a movie playing spider-man he always stands out and mm-hmm. especially in his movies and i think this is just you know blown out into proportion um or not blown into proportion, but this is just like the the good a good finale, like you said. It's, good, he's Spider Man. Good, glad to hear that. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll just we'll briefly stay on uh, the MCU just just for a quick sec because I, I am curious if you have um, watched any more of Hawkeye. I have not, but after the end of this, I think I might. You know, like it's the Christmas break there. You know, like we yeah, have some and it's time. a Christmas series. I think I might because also like I think the the series finale came out today. It or did. The season finale came out today, and it's only six episodes. So I'm like, ah, fuck. It, it. is a quick do, watch, allegedly. It, yeah. yeah. I, I will say, um, so I I watched the second episode, and I would and I left that thinking I'm not going to finish the series. Mm. Um, and then all all these reviews have come out, and nothing. Well, a couple spoilers, but I'm I've not had some pretty major spoilers. Yeah, me too. But I, we won't we won't uh, repeat them here, but. And I'm not super upset about the spoilers, but what what I will say is like some of my favorite uh, reviewers that I really trust said one or two things in particular um, that have me very interested. Uh, and one of them was that they unanimously hated the first two episodes, oh. and that they it, the series really picks up after episode three, hmm. um, and that. I also heard several hot takes of this is the first MCU show with a great finale. And uh, we've been pretty critical on the finales. So, yeah. um, you know, th- that kind of addresses, like, two of my biggest problems with these series. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one was that I really did not like the start of this. And, you know, we've always, I think, been a little tough on the endings. And I think that's me- with merit. Like, the endings mm-hmm. have not been great. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's getting a lot of love right now. And, I don't know, call me, I don't know. You know. I don't know. It's, I, you know, this is the power... <laughs> You know, this is the power of the mouse house. You know, you see the big blockbuster, you get excited, and you're like, oh, the things to come. And you're like, well, there's that show sitting there just staring me in the face. <laughs> you know, like, I just want to go watch Hawkeye. Like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's the the interconnectivity at all just makes it so easy. And Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Good goddess, man. Yeah. So you might, you might give it another spin. I think um, so, yeah. All right. Um, over to you, good sir. I watched the first episode of The Witcher Season 2. Oh, you know what? That's perfect. I did as well. I actually watched two. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, let's talk about uh, The Witcher. We can probably just keep our conversation to the pilot, or the, the premiere, rather, if that's sure. all you've watched. Yep. Um, tell me, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, maybe just to set the stage very briefly for the uninitiated, or for the listener, uh, Grant um, is a big fan of both the books and the movie. Uh, I'm sorry. No, the books and the game. Yes. Yeah. I I touched the game very briefly. I never finished it, um, and I had mixed reviews on season one. Grant, I don't even think you finished it. You know, it's funny. I I thought I I tapped out earlier than I did. I was you know when I went to watch the episode, it wanted me to continue from episode. Six. It's like start episode six of season one. Oh, okay. So I think there's eight episodes in the first season. Yeah, you so got, got most of the way. I got most of the way through, and um, I didn't bother watching the rest. You know, I just I just jumped into. Uh, into the new season but maybe sorry to keep interrupting you man <laughs> just no, the no. last thing i'll say is to be fair on our part and kind of like the what would you call it, the consensus mm. was like the non-linear storytelling style of season was one a, was a mess yeah what was 
the source of many of the complaints. Once that clicked for people, I don't think it's perfect, but it, it once you fix that problem, and I'm hoping season two does, um, I think like it, it improves a lot of things. Mm. Um, okay, now we're ready to talk about season two, episode one. So, um, I will go in saying I'm a little biased specifically with this episode because what takes place in this episode is in the entire series in the book series this is one of my favorite short stories Mm. you know in in, like in in the world of the witcher and i thought it was specifically what's short story like just the entire plot of episode one so the whole whole plot of episode one is one short story in in the you know in the books um and like the whole like the story of Novellan, it's kind of cool because this is one of those things you know we we talked about Jurassic Park um, you know a couple of weeks ago, and how like you know a good book adaption can really go far. Yes, and you know especially you know when they they know to cut you know trim the fat and you know beef up the parts that need to be beefed up, and you know it's it was just it was like that it was like you know like there was some things in the short story that like didn't really need to be there and mm-hmm. it kind of would have you know it's hard to drag that out into more of this and that and it doesn't always I, lend itself to an on-screen adaptation right and i thought it was just like a really good take on on that story and mm-hmm. um sorry the dog's going absolutely blissful <laughs> right now stop chewing your tail man you're gonna rip it you off. want me to talk about my thoughts are you good? <laughs> no no sorry um but yeah anyway so i i really like the episode i think it kept up a more natural look like you know there was clearly some cg but there's some good blending of it mm-hmm. and you know it's it's funny like i've done a little bit of reading and i think the fans of the books are again not happy and you know um henry cavill has been like out not outsting like the showrunner but like he's made some comments of like yeah i would really like it if season three was like more with the books you know really eh? yeah and it's not it's not like him you know, it could be more like he's he said that like post season two release. Yeah, like a couple days ago, there's some headlines of him saying like, "Yeah, I know it's. I would really like going forward if you know the third season is closer to the like what we're adapting." Is that greenlit official? I, I I'm I think that when season one was oh, at the tail end, right. they announced season two and three. I think you're right, and it was like before yeah. it even fucking came out or some. Yes. It was like some yeah. kind of you know a precedent that hadn't been set before. Yeah, the show has done big numbers. Like a lot, a lot of eyes are on this, and like mm-hmm. you know, it's people are really enjoying it. Hey, so. man, you know, one thing, like regardless of how we feel, like I feel like maybe you'll disagree, but I feel like Henry Cavill could probably fuck off and star in A-list movies. Yeah, um, he's fucking Superman for Christ's sake. You know, he's yeah. been in uh, Mission Impossible. He's been in in some good, like some he big, big things. He is great in Mission Impossible. Yeah, and he just, yeah. you know, he's like a uh, pretty out there about being like pretty into this kind of nerd fantasy culture mm-hmm. um and for him to like do a tv show now granted you have more a-listers doing that these days but for him to like really carry the mantle on this i think is pretty admirable and i think he makes a pretty great Geralt for what that's worth absolutely i think that's one of the best things regardless of how i felt of the first season we, he is uh, a, a total standout like he, we, yeah. he belongs in the role Dude, who, like, you think about uh, just some characters being miscast sometimes. It's like, who else could fill those shoes, especially now that you picture Henry Cavill as yeah, that character? He, he's done fantastic. Yeah, he's done he's done very well. And, and you know, the guy that, it's funny, because the guy that voices Geralt in the games, mm-hmm. you know, it's awesome. Like, it's perfect, you know? But even, I really like, even, I like Cavill's take on, on everything as well. So, yeah. it's, um yeah, so, again, sorry, I've been holding the mic on this, but, like, how, how, how do you feel about the first two episodes? I won't talk about the second because you haven't seen it, but um, I thought this was a very strong premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the first episode of the f- first season was as strong, but I thought like was, this. I think that was the standout of last season. That, yeah, like, the pi- that first strong pilot, was, right? Yeah, very strong. Um, this was quite strong, though, because it was like, oh, I also want to, I will note, like for anyone considering watching it, um, there are lots of recaps out there, but Netflix, or it's it's a weird one, but just YouTube, you know, Netflix season one, Witcher recap, and the Witcher Netflix has an official account, and there's a 15-minute season one recap, and it was excellent. Mm. Um, so I really recommend watching that before, if you're a little hazy, because, you know, it is... You know, it's fantasy genres, like, you know, like uh, Game of Thrones politics, but also a lot more supernatural stuff. Like, there are quite a few moving pieces on this show. Um, and I thought, like, I'm glad I watched that before I jumped into this this premiere. Um, 
but I thought the premiere, you know, there was no funky time skipping editing shit. Um, it was like, I don't know if you would call it a monster of the week kind of thing. It was more like, here's where everyone is. Mm. Here's maybe five to ten minutes of recap on everybody, and now new adventure. Mm-hmm. And like it, like great pacing, um, good story stuff. Um, yeah, I, I was overall pretty happy. I'd be really curious, and I'm sure maybe we could find out. I'd be really curious about the budget per episode. Mm. Um, like you know, there are a lot of shows out there that like you know we think about Game of Thrones and its final seasons. Production value was pretty great, you know, but that was like eight to ten million per episode which was at the time kind of historic uh the new amazon lord of the Rings series is going to beat that substantially um but this and and i'm curious what you think i every now and then i thought i was like you know this looks a little a little cheap yeah um and it's like i you know i understand i don't understand i haven't been in those shoes but like i understand the notion of like having to stretch a dollar and like you've got some great casting that are probably not cheap and you have mm. to you know, like you got to be crafty in how you spend your money, but they're a little, like I want to say specifically, um, costume is kind of weak sometimes. Um, I think more in episode two. That's the only thing I'll say about episode two. Um, but like, yeah, uh, makeup, hair, costume stuff. It's very like, and that really takes you out of it when you're dealing with something as delicate as fantasy because mm-hmm. if it looks cheap, it's hard to get past, right? It is. Well, it's my it was my problem with Wheel of Time. You know? Oh, really? Like, well, that was the big thing too. Like, it's not. It was Wheel of Time was a little different because it, it was like nothing was worn in. It was like they it was like everyone had all like brand new outfits, you know, and they're jumping in all squeaky clean. That's exactly like, Witcher. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's it's I think it's just more of I think that's kind of like It looks like you're at a fair for like a fantasy fair and not like in a lived-in yeah. world. Like do you know what LARPing. Yeah, <laughs> but even that LARPers are rolling in the mud yeah. and like they're living in it too, yeah. which is I I find that so so cool and fascinating, but I don't know, it's like you never looked at Legolas or Gimli and were like, "Oh, I don't think that's a real dwarf or a real." You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. like you just sort of bought it. Yeah. Now, like I know that's like it's you know apples and oranges. Sure. But but yeah, still, yeah. like you you were never like skeptical just before the character even spoke. Yeah. So and, no, and no, I, I, I got that vibe sometimes. But like the 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 plot, I loved. I really did. I I will I will watch this probably this whole season. I do have, yeah, I, I definitely plan on, on continuing, you know, until it gets to a point where I just feel like it's kind of repeating what season one did, which mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't do that. But, you know, as a whole, I find, and it's not even, it's not even like the streaming platforms themselves, like not just Netflix and Amazon, but I find anytime there's like TV, sci-fi or fantasy, it's really hard you know, there's so many things that come into play, like the lighting and, and the costume design. And mm-hmm. if there's if there's too many combinations of the wrong things, I think it can just sour the whole the look as a whole. And you know, because game like Game of Thrones was the perfect example of like yeah. it got it got the light right, it got the costumes right, it got it so much really, right, yeah. It, got, it looked lived in. I find you know, I hadn't really noticed in the first this you know the first episode of season two of The Witcher, but like Wheel of Time, like it's all like it, it was the most distracting thing. I was, you know, I I just couldn't get still my haven't head watched it. it. So the, but, though I um, hear some people are enjoying it, so I don't know. Maybe was, I'll get around to that. I was talking to some friends and they told me to stick it out, you know, to give that a, another shot too, because towards the end it gets really really good. I guess so that's far. what I've heard too. Or I guess where they're at now. I don't think it's done yet. I think it's, it's in progress. It's week to week, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just quickly to to mention like i think you're right about um i don't know if you you could argue maybe that like fantasy sci-fi stuff is kind of held to maybe a slightly higher bar Mm -hmm. and my my point there being like we've talked about losing your sense of disbelief that's why Mm -hmm. i really think um and i've made this point a hundred times on the podcast but like i think that's one of the big things that went wrong with the last couple seasons of game of thrones is like the Mm -hmm. audience was just in their head too much Sure. Because the audience, you know, once people start trying to poke holes and pick things apart, like you're giving them an excuse to not be engaged with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of those many things is like the environment, you know, you don't think about most people, I don't think, think about uh, costume design and set design and, and all that stuff. But when it when it's working, right? But when it's yes. not working, it's like, okay, this looks kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. This looks kind of shitty. Like you start, you know, poking holes a little bit. Um, and it just, I think, opens you up to not being, like, fully immersed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, sense. I agree. But yeah, absolutely. 
all that to say, like, I don't want to take, I don't want that to be like the note. Cause I think that is a bit of a nitpick on my part. Mm. I, I, I think that, uh, it had a very strong premiere. Um, yes. I, and, I, like I said, I was, it, it was, you know, not rose colored glass or whatever. It's just cause I love that story. I love that section of the book so much. I think it's such a fascinating character study and they really dialed it down for the show. Oh really? That it, it gets pretty dark, you know, like the reveal of, you know, the villain, he actually had raped, you know, some of the, some you of know, the, you know, like, I thought that was pretty dark. <laughs> it was very dark. They get way more into it in the books. I think you should honestly check out the books. They are really, as far as like fantasy series go. Yeah. It's such a, you know, not a cliche thing to say, but it's it's so raw you know Mm -hmm. it's not like it's fantastical and there's you know magical elements but it's just so like it's just a dirty world it's it's very reminiscent of like you know kind of almost like noir storytelling in our world you know in the real world it's 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 so good what was the demon girl's name there uh the you know Oh, Vener- uh, venereal disease. What was it? Venera, uh, Venera or Venera? Venera. I'm, I'm something something like the, the fucking flying around vampire yeah. girl. She was Bronze very. Over. She was very well done. Yes. Um, the effects on her scream, the uh, the voice work that like they they manipulated the audio, mm-hmm. um, like I that that was like an actual, like a like a scary encounter. I was like, mm-hmm. this is now this makes me feel like the games. You know what I mean? Like it, yep. it made me feel all of it. That was like very, very well executed. Probably my favorite part. And then also the reveal at the end with the buddy, and he, he you realize what he's done, mm-hmm. and he's sort of free, but not free. And then like Gerald's last words to him, like "Do it yourself." Jesus. Did you did you recognize that guy? Um, I recognized his voice as he was in makeup. And then when they took off the makeup, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna know who this is now," and I fucking couldn't place him. It's um. Is it is it Torment from Game of Thrones? No way. Is that him? Is that, yeah, the giant killer. Dude, I thought that. Okay, yeah. so I thought I I recognize his voice, and I thought Torment, and then I looked at him, and I just maybe it's like just how jarring he is without a beard, because I sure. I've, I've literally never seen him in any other role mm. other than Torment. Now he is still a ginger, so maybe I should have placed him, but okay. I I, <laughs> I I I truly was like, oh, that's not. I immediately was like, oh, that's not Torment. Mm. That's hilarious. So it is him, for sure? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100%? Wow. Yeah, fuck. he was really good. Knocked it out of the park. Dude, um, a performance like that coming through what I can only assume is a pound of prosthetics and or CG, not bad. Like, that's tough. It was tough. really good. Like, that's what I'm saying. It was that blend of, like, Uncanny Valley. Yeah. It was very strange, but it was like, it if it, it Oh, it worked. Really, it, it worked really well. It had because, really good flow. I think it's like he went for it and the show decided. There's actually like a good show running like directorial moment because they could have changed this, right? You can change anything from the books. Mm-hmm. But they decided to like make him extra. Like yeah. with the magic shit mm-hmm. and the well, performative. That's right, out of the book. right out of the books. But you know what I mean? Like you might yeah. say like, you know what? This might not play like sure. with the costume stuff. Like they, it's, I think it like, and to pull it off in camera, I think is tough. Yeah. But like kudos that character really worked yeah um okay fucking witcher that's i'm glad you liked it man yeah i was it was it was a really good stepping stone coming off the the last season there. jesus we're already 26 minutes in okay <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas this episode is four hours enjoy yourselves um okay how about how about before i bring up uh, our first anime of mm. uh the podcast how about I hit you with some news? Because, dude, I don't know what it is. There's just been, like, a ton of news. It's been insane. Yeah. Um, okay. So, like, two things first. Um, one, uh, and I don't know if I told you this or not. Um, Attack on Titan has OVAs. I think six in total. Maybe yes. eight. All of them are now on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you've never seen the OVAs and you want to, um, they are on Crunchyroll. And I think Funimation, maybe. Um, oh, so yeah enjoy so anyway i I know for a fact they're on crunchyroll and if you don't know what an ova is do you know what it stands for i don't i don't actually know what it stands for but it is a i believe canon side story so like for example there's two episodes dedicated to levi's origin a couple episodes dedicated to some adventures mikasa goes on so on uh and so forth and i've seen i think most of them uh and they're all they're all very worthy uh worthy watches so if you're an attack on titan uh enthusiast Check those out um, if you can't wait for Season 4, Part 2. My second note is Season 4, Part 2. Um, I think there's a new trailer out. Um, it's just like, 
I don't know, like, we actually talked about this, like, with Demon Slayer, like, OPs and just, like, the culture being different. It just looks like Spoiler City. Um, They 100% confirm, like, a big thing will happen that I wish, like, they hadn't. And I didn't even watch it, dude. Just from Mm. a, like, they're putting it in an official thumbnail. So it's like, (laughs) really, man? (laughs) Kind of a dick move. Yeah, I don't don't understand it at all, but it's... yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, that that shit's weak, man. I like the surprise. I, I think being surprised and, like, you know, analyzing it in the moment is, is the most fun part. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah, it's that last, it's that next puzzle piece. I'm obsessed obsessed with that. Maybe that's our problem in the Do, West. Do, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think, and, you know, to be clear at the top, we were not, like, uh, animation quality haters on MAPPA when mm. uh, AOT Season 4 Part 1 came out. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's hard to acknowledge that there wasn't some issues. Sure. Do you think, like, they knock it out of the park? Or do you think, like, it's more of the same? It's, like, 80% of the way there, but with some, like, notable, sometimes notable issues. And it's, like, sort of a repeat of part one. Just as, you know, just on the basis that MAPA has been pretty incredibly busy um, these last couple of years. It's hard to say. I think there's, you know... It's, you know, because, like, you can, it's, I don't understand the entity that is MAPPA because their output, you know, the past two years is, is mind-boggling. And yeah. attack, from what I've seen, Attack on Titan is the first, sorry, season four, part one of Attack on Titan is the only one that really shows blemishes, which I find Hilarious. strange. And so it's, I'm kind of hoping is like, well, they've done all this other work on all this other stuff. I yeah. don't see why you know they had this all extra time <clears throat> to work on it that we should you know I'm sure there's going to be minor moments like everything has that but like, of course yeah there was some like kind of big like you know like you had said like oh that's noticeable <laughs> you know but it, it's, it's I just don't want them to fuck up Reiner that's the only thing I just I don't want him to look good and as hand drawn as possible I don't think we're going to get that but you know, you, know it, you know one of the there are many good points that sort of give them a bit of credit and one of them is that like. The biggest problem was the Titans because they were CG'd. And to be fair, we I think you could argue there are more Titans, especially at a time and in, in numbers, mm-hmm. um, on screen in this season than arguably any other. So maybe like the task of hand-drawing of them all mm-hmm. would have caused a lot more issues. I, I, I don't know. Um, so if this is like a really Titan-heavy season, maybe it's just not viable for them to hand-draw all of them. Yeah, and CGing it is the only way. I I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I, for, I, I'm in it for the story. I'm I'm really not. Yeah, when it right comes there to with the, the animation department, it's it's really not the top of my mind at all. This, yeah, man, this is a big one. You know, I I'm obviously coming off this, uh, like just thinking of this Full Metal Alchemist show and like how great some of these classics are because we're coming up on our year in review, mm-hmm. um, and thinking about like, you know, the importance of endings. Yes. Um. I, you know, I think we all, well, no, I, I think I like, uh, stories with a point, you know, with some finality that aren't too drawn out. Um, and I really hope that like they stick the landing because Attack on Titan has been so huge for us both. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Um, Dr. Stone season three coming 2023. So it's going to be yes. a minute. We are getting an OVA in between. Oh, next okay. Year. I think that was, there's like a side story they're tying in an OVA or like, um, an in-between point between then and season three it's nice a fun little i saw a little piece of key art look cool he looked yeah. like a pirate mm-hmm. um dude did you watch i think i sent it to you the celebration of 20 years of lord of the rings <laughs> the number one trilly song on stephen colbert i i didn't get a chance to watch it but i, I are you serious yeah i heard a snippet of it Dude, you gotta do yourself a favor and go watch that. It is one of like the best internet thing, and you know, like, I feel um, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I feel like more and more like late night shows are a little bit detached from real culture. Just like as younger people don't have cable and don't sure. watch that shit, uh, this was like one of the best late night skits I've seen in a long time. And Colbert's they get pretty, Colbert's pretty consistent, I find. Yeah, and they get like. They get a lot of the cast members from Lord of the Rings on it. it it's fantastic. Um, okay, two more piece, quick hitters. Yep. Both My Hero Academia related. Okay, let's go. The My Hero Academia manga is set to end in one year. Yes. People are puzzled, I believe, is what I've read. 
Interesting. Um, My Hero Academia Season 6, set to debut October 2022. Let's jump right back in. <laughs> Maybe not. We'll see. No, I, uh, <laughs> I am excited. Like, I am excited, you know, because it's so funny. I'll watch it. Well, I'm, we're for sure going to watch it. Whether we're going to be covering it again, that's a whole that's a whole other story. We've been we were burned pretty hard on that, mm-hmm. but um, no, it, it's so funny because <laughs> you know we were joking at the time where people were saying like, oh, like this is the arc, this is what we've been waiting for, and we were joking about how I feel like everyone says that every time. And mm-hmm. the second that trailer came, out, all the comments is just like, oh, this is it, this is what we've been waiting oh. for, guys. And it's like, wait, they put out a trailer for season six? Or sorry, like the, when the key arc or oh, the key arc, like okay. the announcement uh, yeah, trailer yeah. or whatever, whatever. Oh yes, okay, okay. And, you know, everyone's just like, oh, this is the one. And it's like, well, you've been saying that for four seasons now, so. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, like, I love it. It's a great show, but holy cow, come on, guys. It's a lot, man. Like, it's just a fucking lot. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, that was some news. Um, that's, like, news part one. There's, like, a little bit more that I'm going to hit you with later. Um, okay. I feel like I've been doing a lot of the talking. Um, but I, I, I just want to briefly tell you that i'm on episode 10 so i think i've got two episodes left of mob psycho season one Ooh, baby how are we the, feeling this show is incredible um, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why you never told me about it i had to find Son it i had to find this show through like an indie recommendation like deep in a subreddit on like the 11th page i just picture you in like a virtual like bargain bin like just digging through like anime and be like oh but you know, no one's ever watched this. Maybe this isn't. Well, let's check this. Out. Yeah, exa- that's exactly it. I'm like, God, it's like it's like I'm th- like I'm thrifting like it like like old vinyls. Like, oh, what's that? Mob Psycho? There's literally like 200 copies in the bin. You're like, yeah. well, I guess they need some help selling these. I'll take one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's incredibly, uh, it's very critically uh, revered, and uh, I think I've I've started to understand why. Mm. I'm really excited for this finale. This is a show, like, I've just been inhaling, so I'm trying to, like, slow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm, I'm sure not the only one like this. I know some people that are just monsters and just binge everything when they mm-hmm. like it, and I used to be that person. Sure. But I don't like it. Like, I like endings, like, to what we said earlier, but I don't like ending things too quick. Does that make, like, I want to preserve it. It's like a good dessert. You don't want to make a rush for, for the ending. I want to enjoy every bite. Yeah. Okay. How about the Athletics Club? How fucking funny are those guys? The Athletics Club is amazing. The comedy yeah. in this show is fantastic. Yes. Um, and it like I think it's um, I think I told you this, but I think it, its pilot just really, really doesn't do the show justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, God, we talk all the time about how hard pilots are, but like, fuck, man, the, the, there's just so much more to this show. It's so incredible. The Athletics Club, the comedy, like. I remember watching the pilot, and you had always hinted like there's a lot more to Mob than there appears, like that meets to, meets the eye, mm-hmm. and it, it was just hard to buy because yeah. his character was so fucking dorky, and the the show's tone was so dorky in episode one. Mm. But it doesn't take you long after that to be like, oh, okay, they're like, there's some stuff going on here that is worth. There's some layers review. that you you do need to pull back, like piece by piece. But the the powerful thing about the show is it kind of uses that to its advantage from episode to episode mm-hmm. as you're pulling these layers back like everyone you watch it's just more and we're like oh i fucking get it i get it i get it. it's like oh this is great you know by like the fourth it's, or fifth one you're dialed in if, yeah definitely by four or five like yeah. it like it's just plot progression and character progression like tight it's very tight it, tight is the word man that's that's yeah. a really good way to describe it like like shows like Full Metal have that, but it takes a while. You know what I mean? And, and they're doing something very different, but like bigger picture, much bigger shows picture. Like that, yeah, bigger picture. fuck yeah! Like this show is just tight. It keeps everything Beautiful. moving. Oh my god! Um, the comedy is so good. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. You can tell. Um, I don't know. Uh, this is a good show. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen Mob Psycho, definitely do that. I, I really slept on that for a while, but I'm I'm kind of glad I kept it in my back pocket because truth be told. Um, I think I had a feeling that this would be great once I really got into it, and I, it's good to know you've got a classic like on the back burner. Like, oh, I can check this one out. You know, yeah. like you've got like Cowboy Bebop. Anytime, like it's just sitting there waiting for the me. anime well dries up a little bit, and you want something fresh and that you know you'll probably enjoy. It's like, oh, all right, now it's time to give this a spin. Yes, and sir. that's how I felt with Mob Psycho, and I'm really glad I did. Right now, all right, over to you. 
do we want to keep the anime train going and yeah. dive into some 86? Yeah, I think we're actually, um, we've been working at this. We're synced up, I believe. We are synced up, sir. Nice. Um, and we're not talking about menstrual cycles. Um, we're talking like about, like yeah, always. Um, I'm grouchy, you're grouchy. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so we're, Grant and I, offline, we were saying, like, animes are kind of a pain in the ass with how they do episode numbering. Mm-hmm. Like, Demon Slayer, for example, it's, like, episode, what, technically 10 of season two, but only third of the new arc. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I don't get it's, I don't know. it's irritating. You yeah. know, Attack on Titan, like, on Crunchyroll, it'll be, like, season four, episode, uh, season nice. four, part one, episode yeah. four. But then the show itself is, like, this is episode 67. It's, like, yeah. wait, what? So we're both on episode 15 of the whole series. It's somewhere early-ish or mid-ish of season two. So that's where we are, and that's what we're going to talk about. Spoilers for that and everything that preceded it. Okay, I've set the stage. How do you feel? I see what everyone is getting excited about. Yeah, all right, then. <laughs> it is... It's one of those things... It's going to sound so strange, but it's like it's, it's like out in the bright light now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they even there's there's so much of the darkness of the show is being lifted off and i don't mean like narrative wise because that's still fucking like super dark and like it's it's almost like worse now but you know but it's just like there's such a more there's a there's a there's like the there's more not not a sheen what's the word i'm looking for like it's almost like the dark clouds have kind of pulled off the show and some natural light is shown in like the color palette of the show has kind of changed yeah a little bit actually and the storytelling is kind of working with that mm-hmm. and it had to have been a choice and it's it's yeah. very effect- it's very very effective. conscious for sure and a concerted effort to like bring them in a new direction for sure it's, it feels like it's a tonal change like the show it's trying to tell it, it feels like attack on titan season four funny enough you know oh, we go, you know we what go, that's a good up. That's a good observation because you know, it, it is a big par- shift. We were in parody for such a long time, and then we were in Marley, and you know we were in. Uh, I'm blanking on the. Uh, is the Republic of San Magnolia? Yeah, or? the Repu- It's the Republic, and now we're in the Jihad Federacy. Yeah, let's so just say G- that. It's just you know it's just more, you know, militaristic mm-hmm. you know, societies, but it's. I'm glad they all lived. I'm glad the five of them lived, you know, from mm-hmm. going from the the first part into, into this one. And they have, it is one of the, you know, and again, you know, classic, like I'm, I'm, I'm like in it and it's very fresh, mm-hmm. but they do in such a short amount of time, I feel for all five of these characters. Also, they, they could have done a better job, like hitting home the fact that they're teenagers, because <laughs> I would have thought swore they were in like their early twenties. Yeah, that that uh, the and whole they keep referencing them being children. And I was like, but are they? <laughs> Man, I don't know why yeah. anime needs to do this sometimes. Like, does every fucking main character and his friends have to be a teen handling things that teenagers clearly can't? Yeah, you know, what I, like. I get that, like we are trying to, you know, appeal to the base and the, and and to the demo of the like the people that like primarily watch these shows, and that's fair. But like the demo is aging, and yeah. also like we do have to have this be a little bit believable. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, like it it's just like so far removed sometimes. Like um, sometimes it's like you know Spider Man works as. Uh, like being that age, because he's literally a high schooler and he has yeah. high school problems, like his crush not liking him. Sure. It's like sometimes it's like I feel like they're trying to make fucking Iron Man a relatable sixteen year old, and it, <laughs> then everything falls apart because it clearly doesn't work. Well, okay, here, here's the even better thing. In Mob Psycho, Mob feels like a fourteen or fifteen year old. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I, I know it's like a different art style, and I'm sure yeah. that's an argument that someone would make. Sure. But like they, and again, we're in the setting of a high school, but like he genuinely feels like a teenager. His problem are high school problems. The like, and again, I know that we're in a dystopian world, and yada yada yada. Like, I you could there's always like a you know uh, other side of the blade or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say, but like. They, these characters talk and act like they're adults and it's just it's a little weird and, and they look past at few episodes t- they've been hitting home like they're children they're children it's like, well there's that red haired girl too that's like the particular weeby one of the group yeah and like she's the one who's always pointing out like things like sexual tension and, and shit like that but like if you cut her out and you just say that they're all tw- in their 20s mm. 
like there's no confusion and the show just works so why so not just do you, that are you talking about the new the new character no no she drives me fucking nuts well i i i guess as much and i i do not dig it at all um the, and yeah it's, it's, it just feels like they needed a new person in the chair because they've cut melise out of this whole season which like sure. low-key maybe for the best we'll see I don't see. I miss her. I think the last few episodes of season one, she had incredible growth, and I think, you know, I feel like her best moment was her goodbye to these five. I agree with that too. And it's like, fuck. Okay, well, we, I finally like her, and she's I, gone now. I like the. But she I, had a good tease at the end of episode fifteen, so she's not gone for good. So yeah, I like the idea that like we might only see her through like Shin's perspective, or like it might take time to get her perspective back into the story. Like I don't, I don't think like. I'm not saying I want that character to be gone forever, but I do think that taking a clean break and like kind of leaving her as a question mark after yeah. like some cool development was a really good choice. Mm-hmm. But it also felt simultaneously that the show was like, okay, but we do need someone like in the para raid. Um, so here's a ten year old. Like I don't, I don't know, and and she's like technically royal, and like that's kind of murky to me. Um, and you know that I hate I kind of, like the whiny of, voice acting shit, and that's yeah, all the, she is. That is a lot. Um, I hate I hate that a lot. See, the thing you know, there's you know, front facing. There's a lot of things about the character I don't like, but the the thing that I kind of have my my biggest gripe is they took the time for these characters that we didn't know, like the other five, and it became believable, and we care for them. They are just like this is like a fifth season thing of like a live action show where they throw in a new character because someone got fired on a show. And yeah. it's just like, eh, don't you remember me? Like, I've been a part of the gang the whole time. That's the vibe I get her. And it's like, yeah, in, that's in, a, yeah. in two or three episodes, they're really stressing about how important she is and how <laughs> the connection she has to the group. And it's like, I don't I don't feel that. Like, you know, like, she does have some good qualities. She's a weird... There's just one of the weebiest scenes the show has ever done. Like, even more than, like, the friggin' the, uh, like, the river ba- uh, bathing scene. Mm. And it's just like, I don't... I genuinely don't understand why we had that scene. Like, it, it has... What scene was it? She comes out, like, half-dressed in the hall. Oh, that was so stupid. And I was kind of, like, jaw-dropped staring at the screen. I was like, what the fuck are we actually doing right now? And, like... uh, Narrative-wise, it makes no sense. Maybe... It's there for there. I don't know. Maybe you could make some stupid argument about, like, it enhances, like, it's showing the audience, like, their relationship is that, like, he's kind of looking after her and, like, the whole crew has sort of, like, adopted her because she's the, quote, mascot. If you're looking... To make sense of that fucking farce of a scene, but that yeah. that was not necessary. No, um, that was a waste of time. You know what? Maybe I'm being overly critical because um, I always am of that shit. I just think, generally speaking, a lot of these tropes are very lazy. Every other, you know, live action drama, sit, uh, comedy, sitcom, like I think every on screen form of entertainment has tropes that are just sort of there because they were there before, and mm-hmm. we continue to repeat them, and they work allegedly yep but it's just um i don't know like there hasn't been one of the i don't think there's a single one of those moments in attack on titan um mm-hmm. or in in a lot of other classics and i don't think you need them source material though right if they're yeah. trying to do faithful yeah. adaption which attack on titan's doing the same thing but it's it's sticking to its lane and i'm sure 86 is yeah. doing it the same so Good i'll point. give it i'll give it that but um, I there there was an episode I believe it's episode fourteen. Oh God, yeah, dude, which is so good, right? Like kind of like the it's they finally take some time to show like the the PTSD of the group, yeah, and kind of them trying to be in life and specifically. I rewatched that. Yeah, it's it's a really good episode, and just that like that scene when they're all back and they've all kind of decided that like they're ready to fight again. And it just all feels genuine. Like, it feels natural. Like, you know, you can see they've come to terms with their situation. They're human. They're kind of, they've licked their wounds a bit. Um, And they figured it out. And I like how they said, like, we've had a month. Like, we're ready. You know, we saw the world. And, you know, it's, it could be just, you know, maybe they did need more time, but they're just too antsy. But Mm -hmm. I just thought it was a very natural scene. And it's, it's one of leaving out the best part of that episode. Eugene, the white haired kid. Eugene, why am I blanking on Eugene the White? Oh my God, are you serious? Shin makes oh one oh of his God, only Eugene. sorry yes. yeah Shin makes one of his only new friends, yeah. and they hang out and they see action together, and he has to fucking kill him just like <laughs> yeah just like and it's a gruesome scene yeah like there's a lot of blood and body. Oh, you know, okay, episode thirteen is the one I'm thinking of. That's oh, one before okay. they're in the military. 
Yes, my bad. That's, they've all decided to go back, and then, then yes, they, they decide to go back. So does them serving again? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Eugene, that was ugh, a tough hang. Ugh. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's, they, the show is just so. They, and that's the thing: the emotional moments, like I, I buy them, and it's, it's, it's not that it's taken fourteen episodes. It's just, you know, I think maybe I'm so used to these style of shows kind of front-loading all the emotion of like you have to love these characters like when they die you're going to be sad and they kind of they kind of took their time slowly yeah and then as they happen you're like oh shit oh shit and you're like you you know it's what you're supposed to do and it's under a guise of a show that doesn't do that you know it has like this the palette the color palette of a show that doesn't do this type of behavior you know what i mean you're totally like they they really pull like a quick one or like they pull like the wool over the audience's eyes like like you said like the palette the voice acting, like, it doesn't feel like a show that's yeah. going to show you the things they do. Mm-hmm. Like, they do this, it's like kind of like a Grave of, of the Fireflies move. Like, you know how there's mm. those scenes in Grave of the Fireflies where it's like, they cut from a happy scene to an extremely disturbing one, but, like, they don't change the soundtrack. Mm. So it's still, like, a very quiet scene of, like, maybe, like, a couple kids playing around, and then they cut, and it's, like, dead bodies being thrown into a pile. Yeah. Like, Grave of the Fireflies did that it felt very intentional and I hadn't seen anything like that in a long time. And, um, 86 does that habitually. Like they're just sort of, you know, that, and it like, they lure you into a false sense of security. Um, and obviously like one of the biggest strengths that they have maintained is like, they fucking, the use of the title card and Mm. the placement of the OP and the the end credits sound design is really really good for this some really innovative shit they're doing man like i gotta give them credit for that like it's far from perfect but like it's very different like they're doing shit i just haven't seen this is what i wanted from tokyo revengers yeah 100 percent. yeah like you know i think tokyo revengers comes back i'm don't know if i tune in but i will be keeping an eye on uh 86 no matter what yeah we're we're gonna be waiting a while to finish the story because i think i sent you an article today like i saw that 19 and 20 are not march air till march so we're, um, we are catching up quite quickly. So yeah, like we, I guess we yeah, can take our time. Yeah, so that's the thing. And I, I was reading into it too. It's kind of interesting because of all the delays due to like, you know, um, whatever goes on in-house and all that too. It's pushed into other shows that are taking its time slot mm. in live TV, like uh. live showing over like over in Japan. So it's not a matter of like, oh, it's not going to be ready. It's just like, eh, like something else is going at that time. Is this... So, is this from a studio we know? Do I? Do you know? I, I, do I no, forget? I don't, I don't know. Actually, I have. Uh, I have everything right in front of me. Oh, uh, okay. God, I bet Vivian would know. I feel like we put something out on the Instagram that said something about studio. I can't remember. Yeah, no, I don't have it in front of me. Actually, I thought I did. Uh, all good. Um, yeah, and eighty-six man, uh, really, really enjoying it. They've, 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 they've got us. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Staying on anime, then. Mm-hmm. This is like uh, the last thing I've got before uh, beating you over the head with more news. Okay. Um, I have you watched any more Arcane? I have not, but so, that is that is on top of my list for yeah. Christmas. So this is just a quick quick hitter for you. So, um, you know, I think one thing that has become kind of a common theme of our discussions, especially about anime. Um, but also even earlier about Hawkeye mm-hmm. is like it feels like shows have a moment where they sort yeah. of arrive right okay. and it's like yeah. you get your kind of holy shit moment like apparently Hawkeye really picks up in episode three and that's where they they really got people mm-hmm. and uh, I think it might have been episode three of Mob Psycho for me um, that really got me um, anyway so all that means to say is episodes one and two of arcane um, I think we both agree I think everybody frankly agrees that the animation quality is very different very fun yeah um, extremely top shelf um, but the plot episode three four specifically three like they they just completely nail it it is it was my holy shit moment I go oh my god like I just you know I, I'm not gonna be like oh it's subverted my expectation like they just nailed it i don't want to give anything away because it's so it's that great um and you know maybe like refresh yourself on episodes one and two because like Mm. they are long right they're like you know they're like 40 minute plus episodes and they do you know the the stuff that they're building in there is like kind of important but they 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 take a big fucking swing 
and I, you know, I don't know a lot of or any of the lore, frankly, for League of Legends. So I don't know if they're pulling from like a big canon. I don't mm-hmm. know how all that works. All I know is that they take like story swings, um, and it really pays off in episode three. And I think it like sets up what I'm assuming will be the rest of the series, um, or the rest of like this whatever run this is. I don't know if this is a one-off, but the rest of the story that they're telling. Hmm. Um, and it really impressed me. So, yeah. And again, just more of the same animation, more like, you yeah. know, kind of following up. I- I'm assuming it's pretty consistent so far. Yeah. Like, um, I think the words we both used to describe it was just cinematic. Um, mm. And that only gets better as they go into action sequences. Sequences. Um, like, this show is cinematic when there's no action on screen. Like sure. a character walking up to a door, it's like they like it's like they're shooting it like a feature film. It's like character walking up, you're behind that character. Now they show you the door turning. Now that you know what I mean. Now they show you the door being opened from the other end. Like anime doesn't do that kind of shit a lot of the time. I don't know why it feels so different. Maybe I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why it feels different. Um, there's lots of articles out there. They've done lots of interviews about how they achieve their animation style. So I'm sure the answers are out there. But I think it's really fun. It's really cool to watch. I'm excited to keep going, man. It's yeah, you should. I, I kind of felt like the past like month there's just kind of been a lull, and you know it's you know you know we've talked about like sometimes if you're just not in the right mood, you can't take in all yeah. this new stuff. But I'm like looking around me and like I'm like oh shit, I'm behind now. <laughs> like there's yeah. I want to watch this stuff now, so it's yeah, I'm I'm you, I'm really excited to get more arcane. You know what I also realized is like I feel like I kind of have to have my brain a light, slightly more turned on for anime because of sure. the subs. Yeah. And this is not that. No subs, yeah. because it was done uh, in English, like, with that intent. So, um, I don't know if that makes a difference to you or anybody else, but, like, it's it's a bit of a more relaxed watch in that way, to mm-hmm. me. Um, so, yeah. I'm more, yeah, if I'm more, like, trying to be distracted and just have something on, it's more of a YouTube thing. Usually, if I'm watching something, I'm, <sighs> I watch yeah, so I much fucking it. YouTube. It's <laughs> obscene. Um, do you have anything you want to talk about before I, uh, we wrap up with some news? Yeah, I got the. Um, I just want to talk Naruto for for a quick. Yeah. Um, so Leanne and I finished Naruto, the original run. Well, she finished it. I kind of showed up in the last stretch, but we we jumped into the follow up series uh, Shippuden. Um, Naruto Shippuden, yes. Holy fuck! Um, it's it's not something you see in anime very often. You know, especially a show like of this reputation. Mind you, this is you know, it's it's you know, I think twenty. Is it two thousand seven? This started airing and ended in twenty fourteen. Or I, mean, I might have my my dates uh, off. Ship it in specifically. Ship it in. Okay. When it started, but like we're like twelve episodes into the first season, and it's still like the same arc. Like usually, like these stories are kind of broken up by now, mm. at least from what Leanna has seen and has mentioned. Like. But I am completely captivated by the story they are presenting mm-hmm. with us right now. Like the, I think there's essentially this band of, they're like you know you see them all over fucking Instagram. Like the villains in the show, they're a group of guys. They have like the red cloud logo. Um, you know everyone's wearing the headbands with these cloud guys. They call the Akatsuki, or I, 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 I might be butchering that, but it's just they scream of like well-written villains with really good backstories and tragic stories. And we're going to figure out unwrap, like we're going to unpack these characters a little more. And some of the best from this era, like it, it, honestly, it was like watching full metal in some moments. There was an, uh, there was a fight that took place about four or five episodes. And you'd see it from one characters, like on the other side of the world, like kind of what they were doing. And then it would cut back to this epic fight and you only ever saw this epic fight like half the episode for four or five episodes and it was just such a strange storytelling mechanic that you don't really see a lot in anime mm. and it was just like it completely caught us off guard we're like, we're like what the fuck are we doing it was so so dope um gara man like one of the best anime characters i've seen like liana immediately i i fell in love with the character she went into like um a naruto like seminar of explaining like Okay, so this is why Gar is tragic, and this is how he's associated with this and that. And da, 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 da. It was just it was just such a fun experience. Like we're not even we had to take a break just because you know the Christmas holidays are getting a little nuts, and we want to be focused. That's how we, like dialed into the story. It is it's so well written. The animation is like insane. You know, it's nothing like I've seen in the show so far. Like Leanna said, there's mo- definitely like the hype moments. The budget is thrown at it, and you can clearly see like where the focus was in a certain season. How how long does this normal. one go? 
Oh, I, I don't... Like, season-wise, or, like, this story that we're uh, currently watching? Uh, ship it, like, Naruto Shippuden, how many seasons are there? I think it's, like, an, uh, Netflix says ten. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's... But we're in it, like, You it's, guys you know, yeah. are fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, it started off as, like, Leanna's, like, podcast night show, you know? Like, we were in here doing our thing, and she was... Yeah. You know, she's, like... She grew up watching, you know, the odd episode of Naruto, you know, when yeah. she was younger. No, like, I give you mad respect. Yeah, but it's, it's what an endeavor. Things. Yeah, and I feel bad too. It's like, well, you can't watch without me. Like, I need to see. What, I need to know what's going on. I got to see it. But uh, no, it's 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 really good. Um, yeah, and I, you and I were you, you and I were talking about. Uh, I found like the the master list of like what is necessary to watch and what isn't. So mm-hmm. if you ever go into it, I'm going to send it your way and just save yourself uh, a lot of a lot of. Time. Yeah, I think yeah. I was I was talking with somebody about that. But like, oh, there must be a guide for that fucking show. And it's like, I bet yeah. there is. I think Grant I found is. a very good comprehensive one that I think would have benefited us earlier. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing too. Like, I think there's just as much filler in this as there was in the original run. Yeah. So, but like what we're seeing right now is clearly the story progressing and it's, it is so, so cool. Yeah. I'm really, really digging it. You're a monster. That's great though. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. You're a fucking freak. Um... <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about before I wrap no. up with some news? No, I think a, a news wrap up is uh, is ready to go. Um, I won't spend too long here. Like, I'll just briefly mention uh, one of two things, both Halo related. Um, mm. So, Halo I think has is getting a series on Paramount Plus. They put out like a teaser trailer, which like shows remarkably little. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what to expect. I have no expectations. Halo has ventured into a lot of, um, like, a lot of other mediums, you know, books and miniseries. They've done all this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of them are particularly good. Um, you know, even, like, story-wise, like, you know, as a guy that's played all the campaigns, like, I also think it's hit or miss. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just don't think, like, I, you know, I don't know if their execution and story is what they're known for. I think they're known for their multiplayer. Yeah. So speaking of multiplayer, um, Halo Infinite had their first Halo uh, Championship Series HCS <laughs> competition in uh, Raleigh um, over the weekend. That's last weekend, and uh, in the finals and on the day of the finals, they had over two hundred fifty thousand concurrent Twitch viewers, the most of any video game for the first time in a very long time. <laughs> so pretty great to see competitive Halo back and like. I had no idea I was doing that kind of numbers. Yeah, and like top of mind, like yeah, it was drawing more viewers in Fortnite and and all that shit. Hmm. So pretty great, um, you know, hundred thousand dollar, one hundred forty thousand dollar prize pool for first place, and that's just wow. the first tournament. So super cool. Um, it was, uh, you know, I was just geeking out with a lot of my friends that I grew up playing Halo with, just being like, Halo is back. Like this is, I know it's silly, but like I just remember watching this kind of crap when I was like fourteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just be like, oh yeah. Yeah. Just put me in, coach. <laughs> um, I really enjoy it. I it's yeah. it's just a good also like a good wake up morning. Like let's play a little bit of Halo for yeah, a couple man, minutes. It's, it's, yeah, I'm really digging it. It's really great to see like the game just get some critical acclaim and to see it smash. It took again. some punches. It took a couple punches. It took it, it, it took punches. Halo Five Guardians wasn't great. You know, it's just been a while since the competitive community has been excited about Halo for a while. So. It's cool to see. Uh, it's cool to see. Um, did you see the new Jujutsu Kaisen uh, movie trailer? No, I don't. I want. I want to go in as blind as I can yeah. on that one. So it's it's, it's out, out today. I think. It's out in Japan. Yeah. So uh, I'm curious to see how they do box office wise. Um, but I I did watch the trailer. Um, you know, one thing I'll say is like one of the benefits of uh, early onset Alzheimer's. Um, not that that's anything to joke about. Um, is that I forget, just, I think with my age, like, I, I think I've told you about this. Like, I've a hundred percent seen, like, Demon Slayer spoilers. I'm like, what was that again? Like, I don't, like, I, I literally don't remember. Um, so that's a good sign. And, uh, so yeah, I, I saw the trailer. I remember thinking it looked great. It looks fantastic. Um, I'm very excited to see what this movie looks like. I, I like a show where when there's key art for a movie or, like, an upcoming episode or something like that, you can just look at it, you're like... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. you just have, you know, a type the type of show that Jujutsu Kaisen is, like, it could be anything. Like, the story yeah. can go in so many different directions. It's, yeah, I'm, 
yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. And the key art looks awesome. I have yeah. seen that. So, um, our homies, your homies, Music Box, mm. HBO renewed for season two. Season two. I, I don't know if I want to say much more than that, but that's news. I have the the Kenny G one from C, or that Ooh, aired nice. last week queued up, ready to go for uh, for Christmas. <laughs> um, nice. I'm gonna watch that too. Um, Spider Man reviews are out particularly grant at the top of the podcast he loved it along with i think everybody else mm-hmm. um what i will say on top of that though is that the doctor strange sport uh movie trailer came out i think today mm-hmm. or yesterday and everyone's saying it has like extreme spider-man spoilers and not to watch it so oh really yeah so i hmm. I, I don't know what that means like if you remember like the spider-man what was it the second spider-man movie like its trailer was like addressing iron man's death in Endgame, oh. so they were like, "Don't watch this if you haven't seen Endgame," and it came out like very shortly after Endgame. So this yes. just sounds like a similar thing, like just to, you know, keep the House of Mouse rolling. Hmm. Okay, last and uh, potentially least, uh, the Matrix reviews are out, Ooh. and it's rough. Really, NGL, they're having a rough go. It's uh, a bummer. Um, I'm still gonna see it. I am 100% seeing this shit. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I, you know, we haven't seen it, obviously. Um, so, you know, I think along with everybody else, we really liked the first one. I liked the second and third. I didn't like them as much as the first one. Some people, some people hate them. Um, I'm definitely not there. Um, but I'm very excited to get me some, uh, some Keanu and, you know, see where, see where, where they decide to go with this. I love, did, did you watch the interview he did with The Verge? Or it might not be The Verge, but I think The Verge has been posting a lot of, like, snippets from some interview he did. It's the one, it's him and, uh, uh is Carrie Ann Fisher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm laughing about NFTs. NFTs, like, him, like, going off on, like, the metaverse. There's just, like, all these, like, little, you know, sound bites that are being pulled from that interview. And That's funny. He's just, he's such such a grounded human being. You he's know, dope as fuck, man. Yeah, it's just really fascinating to hear him talk, and... You know, you can tell you can tell he has such a passion for technology and the storytelling. You know, in a weird way, like the Matrix, like really, you know, maybe he was like that before that movie, but just you know, he has such a fondness for, you know, the the future thinking and, and all the stuff, mm-hmm. the, the storytelling that the Matrix was doing back in two thousand. You know, it's yeah, you know, or the cyberpunk genre has been doing for a long he's time. He's just a passionate guy, like you see, he's very oddly grounded for a man who has. All the levels of success that he does or you know and i hesitate to say, that, to say it's just good pr because i think it's hard to appear that authentic as often as he I does think so. yeah um and similarly related i saw they pushed john wick four at 2023 maybe studios are just getting scared again of of like covid potentially re-emerging sure. or, or maybe it has issues and needs reshoots i don't know I but don't know. yeah john wick four pushed okay any last notes no i think uh, i think that is all my god um what a year we haven't done a year in review yet but we will yes or no No. i don't know when that is but it's soon two weeks i think we're doing two weeks from now whenever you guys are listening to this it'll be soon okay Mm -hmm. just relax let us take holidays for christ's sake yeah um yeah be with your family leave us alone um man this has been so fun yeah what a year happy holidays happy holidays um from us to you um thank you for listening like th- did we technically debut in 2021 or did we technically debut in 2020 technically it was 2020 Tw- technically 2020 but regardless we've spent a year together we're gonna get all nostalgic and talk about our favorites and all that stuff in the anime in re- you know 2020 in review podcast but mm-hmm. you know until then thank you again so much for listening this has been a blast happy holidays thank you guys so much merry christmas Bye, guys. Cheers.